Yes, it was. So it's, someone did a face mashup of uh, um, Frodo and Lord, the singer, <laughs> and it's a Tumblr post. It's a screenshot of a Tumblr post. So I don't know how Tumblr works and the people's names, but someone did a. Uh, but every day's like gold ring, gray beard, tripping on the mushrooms, blood mad Nazgul, trash in the hotel room. We don't care. We got Rivendell across the steam stream. And everybody's like mountains, dwarf mines, presents from the elf queen, rowboats, rock paths, golem on a rope leash. We don't care. We're simply going to walk in there because we're going to Mordor. Oh, and it, I, I laughed pretty fucking hard at that last night. <clears throat> also, did you see on... Um, the Redskins game yesterday. <laughs> There's a player, or not a player, but a uh, staff member of the Redskins on the sideline stirring a thing of Gatorade with a stack of cups ripped, like wrapped in plastic. <laughs> like he just grabs a stack of Gatorade cups and shoves it in there and he's stirring Why? with the. I don't know. I guess the Redskins can't afford uh, spoons, spoons or something. <laughs> uh, Is it? Is it like powdered? Yeah, they they pour the powder in there with like a bunch of water, and then they they stir it up, and he didn't have a spoon Ew. or a st- And the people were were making jokes about it, and they were like, "Man, if any team I would expect to have a stick, it'd be the one with Adrian Peterson on it." Because <laughs> he beats his kids. Yeah, and it's funny. It's not. Um, As so a parent, it's hilarious. Let's do it there. Uh, you quietly like. Fantasize. You're like, I, I understand. Kind of. You're not allowed to, like, say that. As yeah. long as you don't act out on it, there's nothing wrong with thinking about it. Yeah. Crime's only illegal until you do it. That's true. Unless you're in New York. Unique. Then it counts double. Well, it kind of does. Like, have you got... I, th- I feel like we've talked about this before. Maybe we haven't. But there was that cop in New York who was, like, in chat rooms talking about fantasizing, killing his wife, and eating her. And they were, like, planning it out to a T. And he actually got sent to jail for it, even though he never acted on it. Yeah. He I just don't know about this it. from here, but my wife heard watches this, all yeah. the weird shit like yeah. that. And it's a documentary on HBO. Like, hmm. it's like yeah, Cannibal so, Cop or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so then, like, at the end, I think they tried to, like, surmise it, like, so should this guy go to jail or yep. should he not go to jail? Exactly. Because he's already in it, right? Yeah, he went to jail for a little while, and then he was, like, on probation or something like that. <laughs> All right. That's a good time to, to intro it. I might have to cut out some of that. But welcome <laughs> to the Strangely Dangerous podcast episode... Call it three. Yeah. Episode X. We'll figure it out later. Uh, it's I'm, a goddamn episode. That's it, what it is. That's what it's going to be. Uh, so I'm host, co-host. I don't know how this works. Justin. You're the host. And I'm joined by... Me. Fuck's your name? You're supposed to introduce me. Lauren. Thank you. Hello. And Rob. Senate. Or Robbie. (laughs) We're going to call you Robbie, because she said the other day she refuses to call you Rob. Even if there's a fire, I'm not going to call you Rob. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe Bobby? Why Bobby? Bobby Brown. I've never been Bobby before. Bobby Brown. This could be a new territory for you. God damn exhaust pipes. Uh, those fart cans, man. Well, the uh, ambient noises of my apartment brings me to my first point today. We're not. Uh, we're in the recording studio, just for you viewers listening. Yeah. Yes. We're not, we're not in, in some guy's smelly apartment. It's not smelly. I've bought a lot of air fresheners. I know. It smells like air freshener. Okay. At least it doesn't it's smell smelly. like yeah. common shit. So the the soundproofing that I bought here, that's kind of jinkily set up, 
It looks very professional, in my it, opinion. I was going to set it up on panels. I'm going to do a whole thing. But I bought that shroud that you had uh, sent me. Mm -hmm. And I bought it from Amazon, and it showed up, and it's missing a bunch of pieces. So I can't mount a microphone to it. I can't mount it to the microphone mount. Awesome. Getting a little inside baseball here. Um, so I can't mount it. I go to return it on Amazon, and they're like, why do you want to return it? I'm like, it's missing pieces. So they go, oh, okay, well, uh, we'll call you. So I they, hate when Amazon does that. Yeah. So they call me, and the lady who answers, she, bless her heart, I have a really tough time understanding, like, Asian accents. They're just really tough for me, and she had a very thick accent. And she had a tough time understanding me. I know. I know. <laughs> I, no, I'm just saying, like, it, it was, we had a tough time understanding each other. Uh-huh. So I, uh, I'm trying to explain to her what's wrong with it and she doesn't understand because there's a whole list of items that aren't in the box and she's like okay well uh here's the manufacturer's um like their number their contact info uh you can go ahead and call them monday and i'm like that doesn't help me out i need this for tomorrow and she goes okay well let me see what i can do so i'm on hold for like 35 minutes and i'm like fucking hey like they called me so it's not like i can just call them back it's like an extension that i don't have right. and um she finally like comes back she's like okay we can just like give you a refund and i'm like well i used a visa gift card that i'd gotten for my birthday to pay for this thing will the refund still go through and she's like yeah if it's an amazon gift card it'll it'll work fine i'm like no it's, it's, visa. Not, it's not amazon it's visa. visa and she's like so it's your debit card no it's not my debit card it's an amazon and i spend like i seriously spent five minutes explaining to her the concept of a visa gift card and she was just like you should just ask for amazon money back oh i, I hindsight's 2020 because after i got off the phone i was like i should have just asked for an amazon gift card but uh anyway i uh she said yeah it'll take like three to five days to process the the refund once you get the thing in the mail and i'm like so how does this make it any quicker than me contacting the manufacturer on monday she's like i don't know i can't help you any further and she hung up so i was fucking livid about this because i'm like i purchased this like five days ahead of time showed up with Amazon Prime the next day. I should have had plenty of time to replace this. Like, if I go to Target and buy something, and I'm like, hey, this thing doesn't work, and then I walk, like, I walk back into Target and say, this doesn't work, what do they do? Go grab another one. We'll take the old one back that's defective. We'll check if this one's good, and then you go home, you have your product. Amazon refuses to do that. It's either you get your money back or you contact the manufacturer. See, I have literally never had that happen to me. I get pissed off when I get on the chat with like the, all of the Indian people. So you get to talk to the Asian people, but I get to chat with Indian people. And I get really, really angry. And then at some point, they always give me what I want. And they let me keep the defective item too. You just have to know how to work Oh, the you're system. the lady in the training video. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I am. That's you. Okay. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I was just, like, super pissed off about it because it's, like, I'm sitting on hold forever and we can't understand each other and... Can't understand you. And we're trying to, like, I'm trying to, like, list off the things that are missing. She's like, so you don't have this, 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 and this. Yeah. So you have this and this. Yeah. So what items didn't you get? Like, what the... I just fucking told you. Oh, it's process like of elimination. Time. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, the fifth fucking time I've gone over this list with you, lady. Like... I, and I even wrote it in the description online before they were like, we're going to call you. Like, I, I fucking typed out what I was missing. And they just, yeah, it, it fucking pissed me off. And then once they're, like, have the return thing, normally you just get, like, an email. And you're like, here's the thing. They scan it at UPS, print the label for you. This time it was only a print-only one. I can't do that. I have to have it printed somewhere. I don't own a fucking printer. 
I don't even know where I can get a fucking printer. Library. Yeah. I don't want to go to a public library. I mean, if you give me your Amazon, Amazon login, I could print it for you. It just wouldn't let me print it without. Or I could Amazon take a screenshot login. of it and just send it to you. That's true. Whatever. Anyways. But that's my Amazon rant. Thank yeah. you for coming to my TED talk about uh, <laughs> Jeff Bezos and why he's ruining modern uh, capitalism. Oh, that's right. You're one of those like brick and mortar people. I am very brick and mortar, oh, but I. I don't know where to get, like, audio soundproofing and microphones and stuff like that for a decent price. Amazon. Not on Amazon, right? <laughs> so I have to order from them. Isn't Audio Express just right in the corner? Audio Express is, like, car, yeah. like, Same car stuff. audio. Yeah. Oh, it's Same not. stuff. <laughs> you don't install a Blue Yeti in your car. No, but they got the same material that you're looking for. That doesn't go in cars. They can go anywhere. I'm sure it could, but they don't sell it at Audio Express. Did you go to Audio Express and check? No. Well, then don't Have misinform you seen our viewers. What the Audio <laughs> Express looks like. Yes. Somebody from Audio Express is going to be very pissed off about this. Somebody from Audio Express is going to give me hepatitis if I get too close to them. I'm not going. There. Whoa! So we can't be racist, but you can talk about people at Audio Express like that. Wow! Wow! Yeah. That's that corporate has, bullying. It has nothing to do <laughs> with race or sex or gender. It just has a targeted. It's a type of Audio person, Express. though. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Anyways, next well, topic. <laughs> yeah, well, we're, we're working through the list. Okay. Um, I had that thing that I wanted to talk about. You had a couple things. I did. Um, oh, there's another one that Lauren's going to love. There is a uh, New York Times article I read. Mm -hmm. 26,000 New York children um, and their parents are faced with a choice. They have to get vaccines or they are not allowed to go to school. Good. Fuck them. <laughs> California yeah. just did that. Yeah. Because, I mean, you have to. That's so stupid. It, it, I understand, like, people being like, okay, it's my individual right to choose whether or not to let my child be protected from whooping cough and, and polio and smallpox and not die at a very young age. But to knowingly, like, be able what am I trying, put other people's children at risk, mm -hmm. especially kids who can't get vaccines because of health issues. It, they, you are knowingly putting other children at risk by not vac vaccinating your fucking crotch goblins. <laughs> I mean, I agree. I uh, really hate the fact that people don't vaccinate because there is no sound evidence that it ever caused autism or right. any other problem. It was just one dude who someone, the, what was it, Melissa McCarthy or Jenny McCarthy? Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy paid him money and he even came out and was like, yeah, she gave me a bunch of money to say this shit. It's not true. Well, not only that, like, who are you going to listen to? A bunch of scientists who actually know what the fuck they're talking about or, like, Playmate of the Year? I don't know. You choose. I mean, it depends on what advice they're given. Like, blowjobs, yeah. going Playmate of the Year. Uh, maybe. I, see, I don't see doctors. Well, he messed as... up by taking money. I would have had her offer maybe a service <laughs> instead of money. She was with Jim Carrey at the time. She wouldn't have done that to him. You're so right. Yeah. I wouldn't do that to Jim Carrey. Right? No. When Jim Carrey was in his prime, he was awesome. Now he's... Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on right now. He's fucking nuts. Yeah. I forget what the last thing I read about it, but he, like... He went on some, like, political tirade, and he's just like... You're like, oh, shit, this guy's crazy now. Mm -hmm. Or he was always crazy, and it's just showing. Yeah. It's always, like, the politics that gets you, which is why we are not talking about politics exactly. on this podcast. Or so you think. <laughs> We're subliminally putting it in there. It's just going to be a low frequency that you can't perceive. Yeah. But you're going to hear it the whole time. Yep. You're censoring my First Amendment. That's true. But I'm allowed to do that because I'm a private entity, not a government. I had something. 
and I lost it. It's called an erection. Oh, the, <laughs> the other article that I wanted to talk about was the uh, Tel Aviv University scientists in Israel developed a vaccine for skin cancer. Hmm. And I was reading about it, and they're basically putting <clears throat> the um, uh, pro... God, i got to look up the word. It starts Probiotic? With no. Placenta. Stimulating immune system. Uh, peptides. Peptides. Okay. Um, they're putting the, the peptides from melanoma cells into, like, basically a vaccine. Uh-huh. And they're injecting them into, they've only tested it on mice and human tissue, but not actual living humans. Yeah. Um, but it has boosted the immune system, and in most of their test subjects, it has actually prevented and fought any existing uh, melanoma and uh all right anyway it, it uh the peptides go in and they help the immune system fight the melanoma and they help prevent it and they help kill any existing melanomas that are already there and that's actually kind of really exciting news because that's like the first step of uh fighting cancer is figuring out what works and doesn't work like that yeah skin cancer sucks rob so i know you don't want us getting political but can we bust out a few uh conspiracy theories here okay well the american government has already cured cancer clearly <laughs> definitely 100 percent. probably but i i don't know if it's the government though i think it would be if it's anything it's private companies that go well if we cure this and we stop this that's a regular form of income that we're uh doing away with so yeah. they're keeping it under wraps true i was just listening today to a uh, but the government's dick is in their mouth or I'd say vice versa. I'd say they're in the government because they're paying them so much. They're 60-90. Yeah, <laughs> one way or the other. But I was listening to a conspiracy theory podcast today, actually. I love conspiracy on theories. On my way to jury duty, and uh, which is probably why I didn't get selected. They, were prob- yeah. they probably looked at my listening history and they're like, this guy knows too Damn. much. <laughs> but uh, they were talking about, there was a, gosh, he's a guy who like, claims he was abducted by aliens and he's worked in area 51 he's done all these different things and he oh he said he was a time traveler that's what it was he claimed mm-hmm. he was a time traveler from the future and he got arrested and he was like if you guys let me go and you let me go to my time craft i will tell you the cure for aids because the government invented it like a couple of years in the future i'll give you that right now and i will tell you i forget what else he said it was like who killed JFK or something like that? Like he had a whole bunch of like I'll give you all this stuff if you let me go and go back. Yes, to the time that's crap. me in the future. And, but they were like, I've been trying to tell you. But they were like, well, why don't you tell us where your time craft is? He's like, nah, nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> no, bro. Probably because nah, he didn't have a time craft and he was fucking crazy. But I, I don't think who it was you to call out a time traveler. And in this guy's story, he was friends with Barack Obama because they were both time travelers. What? For NASA. Mm. And a future version of Barack Obama went back in time and told young Barry Barack Obama that he was going to be the future president. And that's how he got elected. And this guy is currently on campaign. He is running for president. You can write him in. I I don't remember his name because it was on a podcast. But I will look it up and I will send it to you guys because you can write him in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, for all three of you still listening, we're gonna, <laughs> we'll get back to you. We'll get his name and we're going to write him in. Yeah. I'll just edit in a little piece right here of me saying just his name. <laughs> That'd be good. Creepy. Yeah. I'll just completely different tone. Just say it. All right. So Abraham on that note, Lincoln. I really hate the name Barry. 
Like, why? I just hate like that Barry name. Like Barry Manilow? I just hate that name. And anybody who goes by that name, mm, Yep. No. I think it's a very good name. I think I hate jackets. you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what else are we talking about, Justin? Well, I burned through my things because you guys aren't going, what, what did you want to talk about? I wanted to talk about death. All right, let's talk about death. All right. It's my let's third talk favorite about thing death, in the world. Right? B, let's talk about you and me. <laughs> let's talk about getting cremated or buried in the ground. There's other Let's options, see. which is what I wanted to talk to you okay. guys about. So, let's say that you die today. What are you doing with your bodies? Because you can't just sit here in this apartment. Eventually, they're going to have to rent it out to somebody. Okay. You either throw me in a dumpster or I told you. It's not legal. Yeah, it is. No. Uh, if nobody finds out about it, it is. They're going to know. Um, okay, then option two, I told Rob about this. I want to be cremated, and I want people to put my ashes into protein shakes so I can be part of their new swole. Disgust. Mm. After they work out. Okay. Like, that's a Justin pump right there. Uh, it's a Justin pump, yeah. Yeah. You're going to make him sick. No, I'm not. There's that lady that ate all her husband's ashes on that, like, that's My Strange so Addictions weird. thing. That yeah. is true. I remember saying that. But then your ashes, like, awkwardly, like, turn into, like, the next Viagra. You're just giving dudes boners. <laughs> How do you like that? In the next life. If you're a blood donor, some your blood ends up in someone's boner at some point. Unless it's I'm given okay to a woman. That. but mm-hmm. And it's like a clip boner. I've caused a lot of boners before, <laughs> and not from blood donation. Or I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's because you always wear short shorts. <laughs> hey, whatever. When we were unloading the container at work, and I hit myself in the face with a crowbar, Rob just happened to be wearing silkies, and they're just like they're basically like it's like this, four inch. Yeah, it's four like this inch far inch from your balls hanging out. Mm. And it was hot that day, so they were probably hanging pretty low. Oh, they were good. They're the Daisy Dukes of Freedom. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Beautiful. Skies out, thighs out. So what did you want to have done? Like, let's say you died right now, Rob. Okay. What do you do? We need to know. You're going to cremate me. Okay. And then you're going to hold on to me. And then you're going to wait for my wife to die. And then you're going to cremate that bitch. <laughs> and then you're going to take both of our ashes. You're going to dig a hole in the ground. Shake them up like a cocktail? You're going to shake it up. Sweet. Like Tom Cruise and Cocktail. I'm gonna <laughs> spread my ashes into the ground. So hold on, do I have to be gay first? No. Okay. No, because we don't discriminate on this channel. So you can be gay and bury me. You can. I'm just. I was making a Tom Cruise joke. Okay, good. Because you could even be a person of color. And, That's fine. And bury me. Yeah. I have no problem with any of good. that. Good. That should be fine. Shake it up like anybody cocktail. can bury me. <laughs> and then I want you to plant a tree right there, and then under the tree, I'm set up a tree. bench. Okay. And the bench is going to have a plaque on it. And I want people to come by and sit on that bench. And what's the plaque going to say? I don't know. Still working on that. Well, this is this is if you're done today. So by the end of this podcast, you need to have something. How about, how about your motto? Live fast, eat ass. Live fast, eat ass. <laughs> that's what would be on the plaque. Rob, I mean, that's, a, that's appropriate for a bench because there's lots of asses there. Yes, actually, that's perfect. Yeah. In, in fact, we could get like a pair of lips on the top of the bench. <laughs> So it's always just nibbling at the gooch. <laughs> That's not the ass. Oh, it's... I encompass it's, everything. It's the yeah. area. You can't leave anything out. I, I mean, would you really want to lick someone's taint? Do you want to lick someone's ass? If it's a chick, yes, uh, absolutely. To answer your question, yes. <laughs> yeah, you always eat okay. ass. Every single time, yes. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say every single time. There's some circumstances. <laughs> Ew. Like I mean, it. Like, if they haven't gone to the bathroom all day and they're, like, 
nasty and Definite sweaty yes. and gross and sitting in there like on soup all day. Unless you're into scat, man. Ew. <sighs> nah, it's not my type of music. Okay. Um, <laughs> for some people. Uh, <laughs> I'm the scat man. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I don't want to lick someone's taint. Mm-mm. Just doesn't seem because like I I get it people are into ass eating and I get it people are into like genital um, eating not necessarily I guess eating but they call it oral sex yeah. it's okay the, uh, <laughs> uh, fellatio and cunnilingus, cunnilingus. Uh, I understand how people are into those things yes how does licking a taint do anything for you first off on women it's like don't know this, I really don't understand like how they're into any of those things. That's the part of a porn I definitely plow through. Well, I'm, I'm like, clearly talking to two people who have never had their salad toss. Because <laughs> yeah. if you have, you wouldn't be singing this tune. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> Not you know only what, do maybe. I eat it, but I receive it, and it is phenomenal. Great. You want to tell us uh, about your favorite food? You want me to talk about baby carrots? You can talk about baby you? carrots if you, you like. You want me to talk about I mean, baby we're carrots. talking about eating ass right now, so... My mom's probably listening to this podcast. She, I highly doubt it. You didn't even use your last name. This could be any Rob. Yeah. Just change your voice. I'll do a voice changer on you. <laughs> we'll just call you Deep Throat. Yes. Double yeah. entendre. Well, my favorite thing to do. <laughs> what? First, I like to start at the rim. And then I slowly... That's creepy. Yeah, that's a little creepy. The bottom. And then once I hit the bottom... Then I go to the So anyway, <laughs> start at the bottom and now we're here. Um, well, the whole thing that I was going for this before we started talking about eating ass, I don't know how that even happened, but 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 what? I when I die, I was seriously considering donating my body to science. I thought okay. that that was a legit thing until did you guys hear about this? No. Until they discovered this body donation center here oh, in Phoenix. Right. Yeah. And they had, like, mutilated corpses that they, like, took uh, the head of one corpse and they sewed it on the head of another one. And they were, like, selling body parts on, like, the black market and to people in China and shit like that. They weren't being refrigerated. And this was all here, like, in Phoenix. And I was like, I am not donating my body to anybody now. So all of a sudden, eating ass just kind of became normal. (laughs) Yeah, that... Yeah, totally. When was it not normal? Exactly. Five, five minutes ago. Bingo. No, eating ass has always been fine. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, they're making some Frankenstein monsters and selling them to Dang. China. Yeah. That's some hostile stuff. Well, and the fucked up thing about that is they, they explicitly told the families, they're like, your bodies are being used for science and research. They are, you know, like, helping cure cancer. Somebody said that they were told that it was going to help cure Alzheimer's. And in reality, they're, like, cutting up bodies and selling them to third-party vendors. For God knows what they were doing to him. So, I don't know how I feel about that. And when I'm researching all this, again, I'll probably, you know, talk about this in like a mini episode or something. But, when I'm researching all this, I find out that there are like no laws in Arizona that govern how you... Drink white claws? Sure. (laughs) No! (laughs) There are no laws in Arizona that govern like how you handle and use these bodies that are donated to science. Perfect. Which I think is It's all I needed to know. (laughs) That's good. Yeah. So that was all I had to contribute today at all. Wow. That's a lot. Um, Phoenix is pretty hardcore. Phoenix is pretty hardcore. We're on the map, but not in good ways. 
I feel like. No, no we are. There have been plenty of good ways. Well, I don't want to put that out there on a national broadcast, though, because we're bringing in so many people. Like, so many people are moving here. We're the fastest-growing city in the U.S. Yeah, we, Phoenix is awful. We have way too many heroin people, so stay out. Too many heroin people. We're all racists. Uh-huh. We're sexists. Uh-huh. Um, meth is really cool here. Uh, yeah. Every one of Super us is on meth right now. Yep. Um, I'm shooting up as we speak. We hate... Do you shoot up meth? Oh, yeah. Okay. All, all the, thing. Yeah, I do, like, four meths. Yeah. At least five meths. I get yeah. mine out of a Pez dispenser. Yep. And the Pez dispenser looks like a meth. Huh. So, yep. Speaking of meth, are you guys excited for the new Breaking Bad movie coming out? Yes. We are excited. <laughs> it's called El Camino. And the thing, the thing that I love the most about it is that they didn't spoil shit in the trailers. And I love that. I always avoid trailers for stuff, but I was like, I'll watch this. In the first, there's two trailers now. In both trailers don't spoil a thing like there's a couple of scenes where you're like okay that's gonna happen obviously but it's like okay like this character is going to be in a room like that's all they spoil they don't spoil dialogue they don't spoil like plot points and it's awesome i fucking hate when the movie industry is just like here's the entire plot <laughs> and you're like I, why do they show be? you all the best scenes in mm-hmm. the trailer Mm-hmm. Or when they show you scenes that don't actually go into the movie, and you're like, that was actually a pretty cool scene. And it's like Star there. Wars. Yeah, like Star Wars. Or Oh, God, don't get me started. Yeah, <laughs> we should get started on Star Wars oh. in a minute. But are you hyped about the Breaking Bad movie? I am excited. I don't know anything about it. I haven't even watched trailers or anything. Okay. I just know it's coming out October 11th on Netflix. That's all I know. Yeah, like I said, they don't spoil anything. They actually do a really good job of uh, building hype and not being stupid so about what it. is this supposed to be about is it like after breaking bad happens like when yeah, jesse it's, so it's called el camino because jesse escapes in that el camino right um so it's like what happened essentially it's what happens to jesse after the finale of breaking bad mm-hmm. and okay. i don't know the timeline for it yeah like i don't know if it's hours i don't know if it's days i don't know if it's months um I don't know what part of his, his life it's going to cover. I just saw in the trailer you see him like in the El Camino after he's left and he's still all dirty and grungy. And then at a certain point he's got like a haircut and he's shaved. And that's really all you can tell. Hmm. Well, it better be good because they used up an entire year to film this that they should have been filming Better Call Saul. So. Fuck Better Call Saul. Fuck you. I, just, I never got into that show. It's a good show. Couldn't care less about it. I really like it. Do you like it? I, you know, never finished it. I got maybe two episodes in, and I think just life happened, and uh, I just kept moving. Yeah, I, I watched the entire first season, because everyone was like, it gets better, it gets better, it gets better. And at no point did I ever sit down and go, all right, I want to watch the next episode. It was like, they say it's going to be better, so I better, I want to find the one that makes it better. I want to find the one that I actually like, and not and up to like the end of the season. I was like, there's nothing here. I, I like the idea of Better Call Saul. That right. a side character was so interesting that there was such an outpour that the producers felt the need to extrapolate. Yeah. But and... in the first season, like, that's the thing. Saul Goodman is an interesting character, and he's this kind of, like, weird, quirky, sleazeball, odd kind of guy that you're like, oh, this guy might have a an interesting small lawyer, yeah. Yeah. But, uh... Like, the entire first season, you don't see that character. He's a completely different person the entire first season. And I get 
character development. I get setting it up. I get like how things can be a slow burn. Do you get character development? Because we <laughs> talked about Game of Thrones. Yeah, don't. Yeah. Let's not make this the third Game mm. of Thrones episode in a row. I'm still not over that. But uh, I know you're not. Neither is like r slash free folk and half of Reddit. But um, uh, like I, I understand the character development. I understand being a slow burn and all that. But like at the season finale or something, give me something. Give me a piece of the character that I grew to love and well, grew to like Well, there is four cool. seasons, bro. You well, have to watch a four be. seasons. There shouldn't be. There should have been like two seasons. It's it's like the three years before he meets Walt and Jesse. Give me two or three seasons and that's it. But four seasons and then doing more after that? Now, fuck that. What? Hey, the Skywalkers didn't need three more movies, but here we are. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I learned today, like in interviews, George Lucas has said he's really appalled by the, the sequels. I did watch a video on YouTube yeah, this morning not just about that. So when they originally wrote up the contract yeah. to buy Lucasfilm, in the contract, he already had the next trilogy kind of written for the most part, just the framework. And <clears throat> the contract said that they have to consider the story. They don't have to use anything, but they have to consider what he wrote. And like one of their first consultations after the deal went down, they came to George Lucas with some questions. And through their questions, George Lucas pretty much figured out, you guys have no intention in using my story whatsoever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was pretty bummed out, and uh, I think we all kind of share that sentiment. I mean, they're, they're trash. They're terrible. Garbage. The Hot garbage. This is pre-episode nine right now. We're living in a pre-episode nine world, so it's there's still a little bit of brightness left I on Earth. Expect too much. I expect I no. still wake up in the morning and go. At least episode nine hasn't released yet. I can keep going, but episode seven, I cried in the theaters because I was so just angry. I never even saw it. Dis- yes, yes, you did. No, I didn't. We went to the theater to see it together. Was that the first episode one? seven? Force Awakens. Oh, I, no, I, I didn't was, see that. I didn't see the eighth one. I was sitting was. in the theater just, like, crying because I was angry. And I fucking hated it so much. But then um, episode eight I saw a couple times and I was perplexed. <laughs> Shut up. I hate babies. Oh. Um, I hate other people. Can babies. you say that a little closer into the microphone? <laughs> I hate other people's babies. Um, but uh, I saw episode eight a couple times in theaters because I was perplexed by it. I sat there and I went, why is this bad? Because episode seven, I knew exactly why it was bad. I, I sat down and I watched it and I went, that sucks, that sucks, that. But episode eight, I was like, man, there, there's something here that could be great, but they fucked it all up. You know, like, they're, they're, you haven't seen it, but there's an entire arc. You haven't seen this. episode eight? Mm-mm. No. Oh my goodness. She doesn't care about the new trilogy, nope. which I don't And you shouldn't. Them. I'm not seeing episode nine. It's not gonna happen. I'm not giving them my fucking money. Then I'll I'll be the one of the three. Okay. That's fine. You can spoil everything you want for us. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's gonna be trash. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Can't spoil trash. Exactly. It's already spoiled. Boom. <laughs> Boom goes the dynamite. Suck it, Disney. I know. I could guys have been rehearsing stuff together without me. Oh, uh, we talk about this uh, when we have free time. Mm. We text a lot. Sounds like a lot. He of sends free time. me video recommendations on YouTube for like all the Star Wars extended universe stuff that is no longer canon because of Disney. And I sit and watch, uh, for like hours, I watch Star Wars stuff. Okay, so correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know a lot about Star Wars. I watched it casually as a child, but I'm not like hardcore into it. 
apparently after the original Star Wars movies, the thing that really like resurrected the whole franchise, I guess you could say, was this line of books that came out that was not written by George Lucas, am I correct? Correct. So And one of them, all I remember hearing about this was that like they don't have anything to do with these movies that have come out since then, but it was it's kind of like Luke Skywalker meets this like she's like a bounty hunter or something who's trying to kill him, but then they end up getting married and then like Leia and Han maybe Leia and Han Solo have kids and they're twins and one yes. of them ends up being an evil Sith yep. and that's all I remember and I'm it's like a fantastic story I'm like why yes. was this not used precisely so that where the outrage comes is I understand Disney acquiring a six billion dollar in a piece of intellectual property mm-hmm. so if you are just going to then like wipe the table of all these stories yeah. it, it wasn't even a wipe the table it was crumple that shit up and yeet. <laughs> Never oh, they pulled off the tablecloth <laughs> but they it. fucked it up and everything went with it yeah, yeah they broke the table <laughs> yeah. too yeah. and then the house burned down on yeah. top of it mm-hmm. yeah yeah. and then the landlord died and then they were like we're turning Space Mountain into Disneyland or to Star Wars Land and you're like what the fuck they're not it's separate Space Mountain is its own separate thing still I thought they were still they're like, not trust me I'm going in November I know all things about Star Wars Land right now you're supporting the devil ugh I'm just, I'm not really going for Star Wars Land. I'm going because that means that there's less people on Indiana Jones for me. So, so I'm gone. Anyway. Anyway. So, they wipe the table clean of some really cool content. Mm-hmm. Okay, that sucks. But we're all ho- hopeful that you'll replace it with something better. And then that never came. And then and they then took a squat. Episode 7, that's episode 8, that's yeah. Han Solo the movie, and going to be episode 9. So the content I've been sharing with Justin here is a lot of these side stories that are just way cooler than anything happens in the original movies. Mm-hmm. Original movies are dope, but like there's like this whole there's history several. of like Sith empires like dating three thousand years before Star Wars. Yeah, and it's just the, the coolest shit ever. Yeah, like the guys Lucas badass shit. There were some people that were like considered the like lore masters or whatever, and their whole job was just like, okay, here's a story I thought of for the Star Wars universe. Does it clash with any of our lore um, or anything like that? And uh, they're like, they, they would approve and then they would add notes so they'd take away. And there was like whole teams of people that add to this lore. Yeah. They had books, they had movies, they, well, they, yeah, there were some movies. Like, there was the Ewok movie. Yeah. There was the uh, Star Wars Christmas special, which is notoriously <laughs> god-awful, but I want to watch that's someday. So, okay, so that's true. But, so I, I also heard... Oh, go ahead. I just want to say, there's a ton of... Like, there's video games, there's, like, books, there's all these different things and all these different stories, and there was actually a story planned to be the sequel, and it's not necessarily... I don't think it's the one George Lucas was talking mm-hmm. about, but there is a whole saga that could be another trilogy post... Uh, like the the Empire era, which actually kind of like turns the like flips the table uh-huh. and makes the Empire and and Palpatine and the Emperor or or the Emperor um, the good guy uh-huh. in it all. And you like it's one of those moments where in this story there's this oh shit moment where everyone kind of goes oh 
that's why he was doing evil shit, and that's why he was doing this stuff. He was right, and we killed him and destroyed all of everything that he built to protect the universe. So it's like a super, there's all this extended stuff. Like he was saying, all the past stuff, all the teachings, there's gray Jedi that are kind of in the middle. They're not Sith, they're not Jedi, and they have like, they're like, the Jedi code is flawed, but the Sith are flawed as well. The perfect balance is somewhere in the middle. So. so then I also heard that people were basically, like, during this time when there wasn't a lot going on with the franchise after the original three movies, people were allowed to basically write their own stories for Star Wars, but they had to consult the yes. people at LucasArts exactly. to make sure that it didn't clash with any of their timeline that they had. Yeah. And also, something I thought that was really cool, that I'm like, why is this not being, you know, given in any of these stories is the fact that Jedis could have specialties. Like, apparently Luke Skywalker was, like, a master in, like, combat or something like that with well, lightsabers. Some people were really good at, like, mind reading. And it's like... Yes. That Some would people be... had, like, a really... One good talent. Exactly. Trick. And that was the initial, like, the color lightsabers. Yeah. Um, blue lightsabers were considered... They're, like, enforcers. It was, like, they're, the warrior class. Yeah. They're, they're the very good lightsaber fighters... They're the warriors. That's why, like, in episode three, when Anakin and, and um, uh, Obi-Wan are fighting at the end, they're both doing, like, these crazy flashy moves, and they're both kind of equally matched, and they both have blue lightsabers because they're both fighters, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why they're, like, so good at that, whereas but... people with green lightsabers are very powerful in the Force and have, like, they're, they're more wise, and they look into things. Yoda, Luke... Um, did Luke have a green lightsaber? I thought he had blue. He, when he, he built his own. at the end. Yeah. Of yeah. Return of the Jedi. So he, he had his that. father's lightsaber. Which was which blue. Which was blue. Right. Which you just talked yeah. about. And then obviously you have that whole character 180 where yeah, ditches the blue and gets the green. And then there was like... Past huh. his dad. Yeah. And then there was red Spoiler lightsabers. Alert. The red lightsaber was originally made when the Sith becoming evil... They had to make the the crystal quote unquote bleed because these kyber crystals they're connected to the force they're connected to everything in the universe. You had to make it like suffer essentially. You had to put it through the dark side of the force and it would turn red because it was a bleeding quote unquote bleeding. So then, crystal. are all do all Siths have red lightsabers? Yes, some have purple. I was gonna say, what is the purple one for? Because well, didn't Mace Windu have a purple they, one? But they said with Mace Windu, it was literally just because Samuel L. Jackson was like, "Only way I'll do the movies if I have a purple one." Yes. There's so no. So then they retconned it, right. and then they turned that into so he can have one because this. Right, and it the idea is Mace Windu's character. He's really powerful warrior. He's a great hence, Jedi. Hence the blue, mm-hmm. and he's like the strongest Jedi, as in like physically strongest. Um, hence the blue color, and then he sort of toes the line of the dark using that strength and using his anger to fuel his strength so that's why it's part red and you get the purple is sort of the retconned generally accepted um from what i've seen explanation the dark side has a whole other reason and i forget what that is see everything i'd watched they never said anything they were like purples just like bad jedi no or that they're their own thing they're their own thing yeah and they are pretty cool the original sith Original. The Sith that we know of, like um, Palpatine mm-hmm. and Vader, and yeah. Because I heard, I had a friend who would read all these books, and he'd like paraphrase it for me because I wasn't gonna read them. But so I really liked Darth Maul. I thought he was badass, and like the only part of those movies that I actually enjoyed. However, he told me about this other, and it was like Darth something, and he had like these crazy horns on his head, and he was like a really badass Sith. I don't know if you guys know who I'm talking about. Darth but Bane. Yeah, maybe. Horns. Maybe. Did Darth Bane have horns? 
I, there's a whole bunch um, of them. Yeah, there's Darth Bane, Darth. I'm drawing blank. Some of the the earlier Jedi, yeah. or the earlier Sith were like crazy powerful. Yeah, yeah. and they are like the Sith were actually a race of people. Oh, okay. And that's where the name comes from. That's were they always the, bad people? Kind of. Uh, they were always warriors. Bad in the sense that they were like a warrior culture, like yeah. the Zulu or the Apache or the Spartans. Or right. like Italian people, you know, they're always... Or like, Italians. You know? yeah. 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 They talked with their hands a lot. I can say that. I'm Italian. It's fine. I was just talking with my hand. <laughs> I'm going to make a delicious meat sauce to destroy you with the force. Yes. Yeah. I see you. But we make our lightsaber red because it looked like a marinara. Spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> and so Beautiful. I'm glad you brought that up because that was a direction I was hoping episode eight and nine were going to take because yeah. there was so much emphasis on this notion that there must be balance in the force. And then in the trailer before episode eight came out, they kept talking about how the, like, the Jedi were wrong or the, the Jedi must be ended and so I'm thinking of creative ways, like how could the Jedi have misinterpreted this teaching? And you've got the Jedi obviously talking about the light side, and you've got the Sith talking about the dark side. And yeah. this idea of balance is between two different beings. But what if when they were talking about the meaning of balance, that it's two halves to one whole rather than balancing two sides? Mm -hmm. So that the actual true intended path of a Jedi or a Sith was like right down the middle. And so I was kind of hoping that they would integrate some sort of new teaching that the Jedi messed up for 3,000 years and that's how we've got the Jedi and mm -hmm. then the Sith didn't cooperate and that's how we got the Sith. But really like each individual should harness both the light and yeah. the dark rather than exactly. be 100% light or 100% dark. Because like the Jedi has some crazy flawed teaching. Yeah. Jedi's yeah. not allowed to get married. They're no not allowed emotion, to have kids. No. And to have no emotion, to not love, that's to not be human. Mm -hmm. And now you are creating this weird compartmentalized where you're this advocate for everything good in the universe, but you're not allowed to love, you're not allowed yeah. to feel love, and like that that just doesn't add yeah. up. So, so then passion are Siths allowed to get married and yep. have kids? Yes. Yeah. So then they're romantic. That's great. Yes. Good for and them. That's why like the Sith are misunderstood is yeah. they're just right. like once you learn more about the Jedi, you're like, these are the bad guys. The Jedi like, sound, Jedis are bad guys. The Jedi sound like Catholic priests, and yes. I feel like there might be some child so, molestation going Okay, on. Yes. I'm glad you brought that up, because <laughs> the Jedi have a practice of taking small children, like infants, okay, who are Force-sensitive, away from their parents and never letting them know who their parents are. They just, like essentially kidnap them. They're just like, you're going to be a Jedi. And they just grab them, they take them away, and they start training them. That's why in uh, the Phantom Menace, when um, Anakin shows up, and little, like, nine-year-old Anakin shows up, uh, Yoda's like, no, we're not going to train him, he's too old. Yeah, because they had all those little kids there already yes. they were training. the younglings. Yeah. yeah. That was like Jeff Epstein being like, nah, he's too old. <laughs> yeah. We don't want him. Exactly. That's but very that, creepy. Uh, the Jedi are the bad guys in this series, and the, the Sith are... They're not just as bad, but they definitely get this, like, they get the corruption by power. They get all this power, and they're allowed to have these emotions and let it flow through them. And then they get corrupted. They usually get too big for their own britches, and then they get fucking killed. Um, but the ones we're, like, he's talking about meeting in the middle, two halves to all that stuff. There's Darth Kreia, right? That's her name? Kreia. Kreia. Yeah. She um, was a Jedi. 
she was like, I'm going to study the Sith because there's some shit wrong with this. And they were like, if you study the Sith, we'll consider you a Sith. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I guess I'm defecting. Well, then fuck you and guys. she and she went to the middle. So she she converted to Sith. She was a Sith for a while. She took on a couple of apprentices. They attacked her. And one of them, he's my favorite Sith Lord ever. He, like, sucked all of her Darth force Nihilus. powers. Out. Yeah, he sucked all her force powers out. And she was like, well, I'm not force sensitive anymore. But I know the, the teachings and I know all the stuff. So she came into the middle and became a gray Jedi. And in Knights of the Old Republic, she you kind of become her apprentice. And she tries to steer you mm. one way or the other. It's actually, it's very interesting. And there's, like three hour YouTube videos about her like teachings and her like her philosophy on yeah. things so in this this thing that my friend was telling me about and I was kind of explaining to you where like Luke Skywalker goes off and he marries this chick who was like I don't know if she was a Sith or not but she was definitely a bad guy she was sent out to kill him and then he had a clone so she killed she the clone. was the Emperor's bounty hunter yeah that's yeah, Mara yeah. Jade okay exactly so he ends up marrying her and then he wants to make a school for Jedi so he does that but then he was like I want to teach them differently because he has no idea yeah. like you know he didn't start out he was an adult when he became a Jedi. Yeah, so. he's, a, he's also the last surviving Jedi. Yeah, isn't yeah. That, isn't this the plot to Jedi Outcast, or am I wrong on that? Or, no, it's the Jedi Academy? Force Unleashed? No, it's not Force Unleashed. Force Unleashed, he's no. still a child. Not sure. I don't remember. I, there's a, I don't a Star Wars video game that you play as, like, a, uh, an apprentice, or a, a Padawan, and, like, Luke is the, the main... Jedi elder or whatever of this school that he formed. So he like oh, okay. created it. Hmm. See, now, if that were actually in the movies, that would be interesting to me. Like, I, yeah. I would like to see that, but whatever the hell they're spewing off now, like, even, okay, don't get me wrong, I love Kylo Ren. Not the character, but I like Adam Driver. Adam Driver. I like Adam Driver. So, that's fine if I have to watch a movie and look at him. However, I feel like the whole Kylo Ren character is retarded. I feel she's like terrible. the whole Ray character is retarded. She's she's not retarded. She's a piece of toast. She's that's all she is. she has the personality of a slice yeah, of oh, but no, no, that's depth. just the surface. It's way worse than that. Right. Because the character of Ray is perfect. She has no flaws. Right. There's there's no there's nothing bad. There's, there's nothing, nothing good. standing in her way. Whatever she touches right. is perfect. Is perfect. Yeah. And she in the first movie, takes on Kylo Ren, who's clearly the leader of the First Order, which but, we don't know anything about, but they're badasses. But he was shot by a crossbow. No, like, it's just dumb. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's, she's the... Uh, the thing that pissed me off the most about that movie was, was just, like, there's just, like, a scene where she just kind of, like, yeah, I have Force powers now. It's never like a... Oh, yeah, I'm, no, no, no. There's I'm no learning. aha moment like Luke has. Exactly. He clearly has that. He's there's, like, oh, well, shit. Well, there's no, like, teaching yeah. moment. Like, Obi-Wan was there's teaching There's no Rocky Luke. montage. Exactly. Well, I mean, it doesn't even <laughs> need a montage. Like, Luke's force training was like, I can't see anything with a blaster shield down. He's like, just feel it. Feel the force. And he feels there's it. some and instruction. The, exactly. At and some at the point. end, he feels it. Ray is literally just like, yeah, I can Jedi mind trick people, and I can, like make the lightsaber fly from across yeah, the room she to my literally, hand. she stepped out of the Matrix and was like, I know Kung Fu. Exactly. It was <laughs> okay. like that. But cool. she didn't have to have someone type in the Kung Fu code to send to her On brain. On Game Genie, yeah. Exactly. She just was like, yeah, I'm a Jedi now. 
Yeah. Like, there's no training, there's no nothing. And even in The Last Jedi, when there's a training scene, which is a fucking joke. Oh, it's awful. It's so terrible. But even, like, the quote-unquote training scene is just like, oh, by the way, she's this, like, badass with a lightsaber already, and also she, like, knows all about the Force. Yeah. She can astral project day one. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck is this shit? And I don't like that. Pretty much negated any need to keep Luke Skywalker on Disney's payroll. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he just committed suicide via meditation for yeah. no apparent pretty reason. Pretty much. He just, like, the, the movie ends, like, he's there fighting them, and Kylo Ren has, like, a bunch of ships that, like, fire on him, and they fire on him, and then him and Kylo get into a lightsaber battle, and Kylo strikes him down, and he's just gone. And then it, like, goes to, like, the planet he's on, he was just, like, meditating the whole time. Like, he just astral projected a himself hologram across the fucking galaxy like light years across the galaxy and then he's just like floating and then he's just like clothes fall and he's gone forever and it's like what the fuck we just spent one and a half movies trying to find you yeah oh that's that's what pissed me off about and you're just you're just gonna clock out well that's what pissed (laughs) me off the most about episode seven was like we have this map with like a one inch by one inch square that's missing, and we can't we need, find him. Yeah, we can't find him. We need R two D two to wake up, and then R two like wakes up at the end of the movie. And he's like, "Here's the little square," and they're like, "There's only one planet in that oh section. How did we not check there? What the fuck? We figured it out." Yeah, and then they fly there, and then he meets her, and she, and then at the first scene of the movie is her holding out the lightsaber, like at the end of that one, and then he's just like. She like he takes it and then he just throws it behind him and he's like get the fuck out of here, like I'm not that's not that's the first scene he's just like what do you go, that's Ryan Ryan Johnson just taking a piss on J.J. Abrams right there I, and I'm fine I hate J.J. Abrams, yeah I I don't like J.J. Abrams what I hate more than J.J. Abrams is discontinuity, yeah or stupid character arcs that don't fucking matter yep like in this again in episode eight there's a whole so Finn. The dude that they introduced, who was the stormtrooper, turned. Yeah, yeah. Who has no purpose in the movies, by the it, way. Exactly, he does nothing. Is he a no. black guy? Yes. Okay. Robert, that, that's his purpose. He's or the no, token. Token black guy. Okay. John Boyega. Um, he is trying to. So their ships are running out of fuel, and they're being chased by Imperial Star Destroyers, and they're going to break through the shields and. 73 hours or some crap like yeah, that. Yeah, whatever like, the countdowns yeah, at. Yeah, it's not exactly Earth days. It's whatever hours. 72.5 hours because we're not on Earth time. Uh-huh. Um, and he's like trying to escape through the escape pods. And he gets caught by one of the like um, engineering chicks down there. Her name's Rose. She's the, she's the token Asian she's girl token in the Asian. movie. Um, they had to check all the boxes. Yeah, okay. And do they have a gay person? Yes, um, Lando Calrissian. Lando Cal- gay now? No, he's oh, bi. he's pans. No, he's pansexual. Oh, okay. what is that? He'll fuck anything. Oh, okay. I can see that. I mean, the AC vent, um, <laughs> your map, Millennium Falcon, probably some of those glasses. All right. This cushion, uh, that would provide a neat little texture to rub his taint on. <laughs> So they make a point to just really let you know, hey, he's into anything. Okay. So anyway. So can I just say that, like, we can make the assumption that Disney's kind of just milking this cash cow for all its Oh, work. absolutely. There's, yes. it's a, there's been a Star Wars every every year since they bought the property. And that's why they, Kathleen Kennedy came out and said, Star Wars is failing because we're rushing the movies. Because mm-hmm. we're doing one a year, and that's just too fast. 
Okay, Disney. Well, I'm looking over at Marvel right now, yeah. who is also do, owned by you. Do right. Like five and a you year. do two a year, and they're fine. Yeah. They're still not good because they just trash on the comic books. So oh. it's two reasons I hate Disney, but that's not the issue. You're putting out movies like Solo, which suck. Yeah. If you just did a spinoff movie on some of those older books that we were talking about, mm-hmm. some of the old Sith Empires, the Hyperspace War, the Mandalorian War. The Yazanvo. Just anything. Pick anything in the realm of Star well, Wars. Well, it wouldn't be, cool. be that difficult. The story has already been written, already been written. for you. So yeah. what... But those aren't but canon. What's the issue? I don't understand. Disney just decided all those books and all that stuff... We Not didn't. Canon. We well, didn't think of it, so we don't want it. To exactly. Count. It makes no sense. But anyway. Anyway. Finn and Rose. She catches him. She's like, "I'm gonna stop you," and he's like, "No, wait. We have to go find this guy." Or Poe tells him whatever. That someone tells him you have to go find this guy who can break the code so that we can get into the ship and then the Imperial Star Destroyer and then we can destroy it and then we'll be safe or whatever the fuck. Like they can track them. It would hyperspace. solve all their problems. Right. We, they can track us through hyperspace. We have to take this thing down, but we need a, a master decoder or whatever the term they use. So they go to this casino planet. It's basically Vegas, but a whole planet. And they're like, only they like they, they make this whole moral point of like war is bad because all these people are rich and like living this like high lifestyle and they're torturing animals and enslaving children because they're making money off of war. Sweet. And they uh, they like destroy the casino and they do all this like they have this chase scene and they like free some of the animals and the kids and they do all this stuff and then they get off the planet with Guillermo del Toro's character who's like I'm not the master decoder you were looking for because I never actually find the fucking guy Benicio del Toro? Yes. Okay, Benicio I was going to say not the like, director of anime. I was yeah. like wait you got we got my attention what? Sorry Benicio del Toro <laughs> not Guillermo. Um, Benicio del Toro and then he turns him in to the the empire the or the, the first order. The first order. <laughs> um, he turns them into them, and they get captured, and then they escape, and then they go back to the ship, and they're like, our whole plan failed and went to shit, so about an hour of this movie didn't fucking mean anything. Yeah, so like, they dedicate about 45 minutes to screen time for a subplot that, that, that ultimately doesn't work out, has nothing to do with anything, it just subverts your expectations... And we just wanted to give Benicio Del Toro a cameo, because yeah. he's a big name, and you know that. Yeah. And they introduced a new character. Her name was Phasma. She's supposed to be, like, second in command in the Rebellion. It's Brienne of Tarth in a Stormtrooper outfit. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of two different characters. Phasma, yes. Brienne of Tarth. She's the Stormtrooper. Okay, yeah. I knew that. I'm okay. Second in command. What was that chick's name? Oh, purple hair. Purple haired bitch. Yeah, it wasn't Phasma. No. Captain Cunty McCunterson. <laughs> okay, yeah, Captain something. She's, like, this badass who's, like, war-proven. She's, like, won so many battles. She's number two in command to Leia. Sounds like Brianna Tarf. Not really. Um, a lot less manly. But anyway, she, okay. uh, she's, like, all has all these accolades. And then as they're getting away, like, every part of the crew jettisons in these escape pods to this planet. And she's, like, I'll stay aboard the ship and draw their attention and she like sacrifices herself except they just introduced her in this movie it's a big name actress which i don't remember off the top of my head um but she's like a fairly well-known actress and she has about 30 minutes of screen time and she's supposed to be like number two badass leia almost dies once in the movie and then they let her go and then 
Carrie Fisher died before this movie even released. So that this character sacrifices herself. She does it in a badass way. Like they're shooting down the escape pods. She turns around and does a hyperspeed jump into the to into the their Imperial ships. Star Destroyer. Which and is kind of cool. It's one of the it's the only cool moment of the entire fucking movie. But I hate how people on the internet picked it to pieces. Like, yeah. It can't happen for this reason and this is why this scene sucked. And I was like, this is one of the only cool scenes. Whether it actually <laughs> works in the universe, I don't right. care. Because this was the a, only part I was entertained. This is a fucking shitty movie. Let us have this one thing, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but that she, that, that, that's it. She sacrifices herself, kills herself, and you go, this whole movie series, this whole franchise, this or not this franchise, but this trilogy is all about the passing of the torch. Yeah. Luke dies, raise the next Jedi. Darth Vader's dead. Kylo is the next Sith. Um, uh, uh, Han Solo dies. Poe's the next Han Solo, but he sucks. You you have all these. Why would Leia be like, I'm going to escape. Also, I'm like 70-something. I'm going to be the one to escape. My younger, more battle-tested, better like general, I'm going to let her stay behind and sacrifice herself. doesn't make any fucking sense. No, Why wouldn't Leia... She spent that... 45 30 minutes of screen time arguing with the guy who had the right ideas the whole time yeah just to prove that she was wrong yeah but we're straying into another point i want to make when you're done and it was just like character building for her the entire movie and then suddenly it's just like so again this doesn't fucking matter because she saves the day sure but literally what she does, if you just started out the movie and was like, she killed herself so that everyone could survive, and then you went on to the next plot point, yeah. we could have saved so you much. You could have skipped that entire fucking three hours. Yeah, basically the fuel is running out on their ship, and mm-hmm. nobody with a competent brain can make a decision. So you spend one hour of the movie in this awful chase scene that ends up not meaning anything, but it does finish with a really cool scene. Um and then they kill off her character, just kind of like they killed off Snoke. Yeah. Snoke was um, the one they introduced in the first one. They were and setting him up to be the, the new emperor. And then they just kill him. Like, super unceremoniously, too. It's just yeah. like, Kylo just, like, uses the force to, like, rotate a lightsaber he has sitting next to him, turns it on, and then just, like, rotates the lightsaber and cuts him in half. And he's dead. He cuts him in half in one scene, the most cool. powerful guy in the universe, and that's yeah. just the last we ever talk about him. Yeah. Um, I've, I've seen a few theory videos on YouTube guessing at what Snoke's role was, guessing at who Ray's identity is, and I've heard a lot of pretty ridiculous um, theories, but the thing that everybody is leaning towards the most now, for you viewers, episode 9 is at, not out yet, so when you listen to this... Don't at me if I'm wrong. <laughs> but the return of Emperor Palpatine comes back, and we just spent two movies, like you said, passing on the torch. Mm-hmm. We kill off all of our old friends unceremoniously. We don't do a good job of transitioning or transferring the mission to them. Right. It's very I, shoved down our throat. Just like, here's the new characters, yeah. love them. Han Solo died in a really stupid ass way. Disney missed an opportunity to show Chewbacca just going into like a Wookiee rage, just beating his chest, just breaking stormtroopers over his knee, just taking heads and just bashing them. It's too violent. It's Disney. Yeah, there's no blood in Disney movies. uh, Luke Skywalker died in an unceremonious way. Snoke, everyone's dying. 
Mm-hmm. Now you have a change of the guard, but their new mission hasn't really been established. So right. Nobody, so they're carrying a torch, but nobody knows where they're just carrying this torch to. It's just, I. it's a Star Wars movie. Look, I'm a character. And, like, nobody's yeah. going in any direction. <laughs> so now you have just the resurgence of the Emperor from the old trilogy, which we don't know that he's officially in this movie, but there's been a lot of spoilers. There's been a lot of the... At the conference, I forget which conference that was that he was at, where he told them, roll it. Um, you know what I'm talking about? No. Okay. So they had the actor, and I'm forgetting his name now, in the audience when they played this trailer. And everyone reacted. And then like they asked this guy to like stand up, and it was the dude who played the emperor and everyone was like oh crap like what does it all mean huh. and then like he said like a few lines in the emperor's voice and everybody lost their shit so then like wildfire caught on to youtube and everybody made all these videos of how like pretty much the whole plot revolves around the emperor not dying at the end of return of the jedi huh. we watch him get thrown down a bottomless pit and then we watch the death star explode into the vacuum of space and now all of a sudden he's supposed to be alive and behind everything that's been going on so that I, is resilient yeah yeah i don't know what's happening with star wars it, it's trash it it's a dumpster happening. fire yeah absolutely i'm just i'm sick of it and yet we talked about it for like an hour i know <laughs> just, just because we're hate so out sad. of my heart yeah it's because of we're letting the, the hate flow through us. This was therapy. It was. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for being here. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> Star Wars was great for my childhood. It's not really great for my adult years. No. no. And I'm sure there are kids that love the new trilogy. And they're wrong, but I respect that because I loved the prequels when I was a kid. And because oh, yeah. kids are stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you like the prequels. Yeah. And we used to bash on the prequels. Until we got the sequels. Oh, yeah. And then it was right. like, oh, turns out I don't hate this as much because it just wasn't as bad as this. Yeah. Bring back Jar Jar. Please. No. <laughs> Bring back Jar Jar. Anything but Ray. But he's like the ultimate Sith Lord. Yeah. Yep. Darth Darth Binks. Darth Darth Binks. <laughs> All right. No more Star Wars. Talk okay. to me about something else. Well, did we have anything else we wanted to talk about in particular? Do you have any fun uh, experiences recently? Fun experiences. Uh, no, no one did anything special. I went to Jerome. <laughs> yeah, I can't talk about see, it. <laughs> see by your shirt. Yes. I've been to the cellar as well. Oh yeah, it's my favorite. Spent about two hundred dollars. Likewise. On wine. Yeah. 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 It's just really easy to drop that kind of money. Yeah. Um, wine. We're talking about wine now. Mm-hmm. Talk about Merkin Vineyard wine. And Caduceus. And Caduceus. Caduceus cellars. Um, and fun. my like ginormous crush on Maynard James Keenan. Oh I yes, I had my crush is probably bigger. Um, so the other day I got I'll really fight you for that one, but okay. I'll eat really his ass. Off. <laughs> All right. Um, Continue, I got, Dustin. I got super pissed off the other day because of a uh, like a clickbaity headline. I was just like scrolling through a news feed I had, and one of the top stories was Maynard James Keenan attacked by fan, and I went oh, fuck, or it said savagely attacked by fan. I went, oh, fuck, like, what happened? And I clicked on it, and it was someone, like, some, like, 14-year-old girl using a bunch of pseudo-curse words to yell at him on Twitter 
about his Taylor uh, Swift about Taylor Swift yeah. about his Than did you see the Thanos thing? <laughs> no. He photoshopped a picture of his head on Thanos, and it was like um, Taylor. Sw he was like snapping, and Taylor Swift was like turning into dust underneath because <laughs> uh, Fear Inoculum took the yeah. number one spot over Taylor Swift. I love that for a few days. Right. But even stuff, he did that, and it was funny. It was yeah, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And these, like, kids were, like, ripping him apart. Who have like, never heard of Tool. Exactly. Yeah. We don't even know who this band is, but you suck. You're terrible. Fuck you. Like, all these different things. And that's like, that was that the... That just shows how fucking ignorant kids are these days. Yeah. You don't know who Tool is. Right. Get out well, of here. Well, to be fair, they haven't released an album in, what, 10 years? They Thir just released 13. one. 13. Get prior, prior to this one. Hey, okay, you know what? Maynard James Keenan has not been sitting stagnant. You could have been listening to A Perfect Circle. You could have been listening to Pussifer. I mean, there's plenty of music out there that they could be listening to. That's true, but I'm just saying they weren't but super relevant. I don't relevant. think they listened. That's just it. Because if they listened, they wouldn't turn around and say all that dumb stuff. Because right. they'd be like, oh, wow, this is music. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I've been led astray. <laughs> Whoopsie. Don't hit on Tay Tay, alright? I like oh. Taylor Swift. No, I oh, love dear my God. Tay Tay. <laughs> oh, dear God. Shaking it off. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. She can shake it on me. I mean, what? Gross. Um, gross and gross. But yeah, it was, that was like. You'd eat that taint. Yes. But the one inch of it. But that was the, uh, the headline was that, and that was all the, the story was. It's just like, oh, someone yeah. wrote him something on Twitter, and I was like, you fucking asshole. And they know exactly what they're doing with that title. Yep. They're just getting clicks so that they can get money. And I was so it's, fucking pissed. Because I thought he legitimately got hurt or something. And I'm like, oh, right. I just spent 116 bucks on tickets. He is fucking phenomenal at jujitsu. He will kill somebody before they attack him. Have, Some, you, have you ever seen that video of him? The Art of Work? Yes, Art of Work. Yeah. I love that. Yep. It's that a beautiful little Amazing. series. Amazing. Yeah. He's just so, he's so weird. Because he'll like start talking about something. You're like, what the fuck is this guy saying? And then like... He finishes the sentence and you go, I, my life has changed. Right? <laughs> like, Seriously, I, I it's like therapy listening to him. Like, he says all this goofy shit and then all of a sudden you just wrap it up at the end and you're like, oh my god, like, yeah. I love my life right now. This yeah. is, everything's yeah, so clear. I'm not so much a Tool fan as I am a Maynard fan. I, mm -hmm. I agree. I'm not, like, even this last, I'll say it, this last album, I wasn't crazy about. It's not a bad album. I'm not a fan of, like, 10 plus minute songs. And they're yeah. all kind You're listening of, to the wrong band. They're, they're it's all, a daunting task when every song on the album is yeah, almost 10 minutes. Yeah, and they're all kind of just, they're very slow. This no, is every very song chill. is 10 minutes. Just the interludes are like 5 minutes yeah. and the songs are 12 <laughs> and 15 minutes. Exactly. I do like Chocolate Chip Trip. That's a good song. Yes, thank you. But, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm a bigger fan of A Perfect Circle, honestly. But I love Tool. Like, Tool's like for the brain... Yes. But Perfect Circle's for like for the heart. Pussifer's like for the genitalia. So, you know, it's That's like, true. it all works out. Um, as a Danny Carey fan, yeah. he's the drummer for Tool. Yeah. That was like his magnum opus. As a percussionist, <laughs> yeah. I sat there and like just slow jerked it to every <laughs> 12 minute song. I was like, oh my <laughs> God, dude, my penis is raw, but I can't stop because you're so amazing. Yeah. And that's how it went. The full hour album. and a half that album for yep. me also yep. it's a decent album the thing that i was happiest about with this album was them putting all of their music on streaming services yeah because now i can like listen to all the songs i didn't have yes like i've never really listened to Ten Thousand days i fucking love vicarious oh i've me listened too. to vicarious probably like song. 300 times okay can i t can i like interject and tell a little story about that specific song Go ahead. yes okay we all 
like our tool, but yeah. we all probably have our own favorite bands. And I mean, you can listen to your favorite band every day, but with tool, you can listen to them every day, but each time you'll hear something new. It's yes. different. And that's yeah. what I love about them. So I'm listening to Vicarious and I've lost almost all of the hearing in both ears. So when I listen <laughs> yeah. to music and as a percussionist, I'm listening to the melody, the harmony, the rhythm, the drums. I, I, I can't really pick up on lyrics the first time around. Yeah. So I've never experienced the lyrics of Vicarious. And I just so happen to be going through something in life and I didn't decide to listen to the lyrics, but I'm sitting there listening to the song, and it was almost like the lyrics were louder than they were normally were. And to quote Vicarious, I hope I get this right. Um, no, I can't quote it right now. Okay. But he says something about... I was really excited about this quote, too. I know, I should have memorized it. <laughs> but it's, it's pretty much the course of the song, and he's basically saying, like, uh, like don't overanalyze things if you overanalyze then you lose touch with your like intuition that's lateralis i'm thinking of lateralis yeah okay well that song applies to lateralis not vicarious vicarious <laughs> so, is cool because it's right. about watching people but, die but yeah. lateralis the, the quote you're talking about is like uh, yeah exactly overanalyze overthinking overanalyzing right. separates the body, body from, from the mind, mind. yes uh -huh. that's the one yeah yep so the cool thing i just finished reading his like pseudo autobiography somebody helped write it but he had a lot to say in it so it's kind of like a pseudo autobiography anyways it's his book and one thing that he said was when they made tool part of the reason that it takes him so long to write the music is because he makes the music so that it can be taken like different strokes for different folks basically right. so if you just take the music for face value and you're tapping your foot and you're like oh this is a catchy song yeah. fantastic if and you have a spiritual job. awakening Fantastic! Like, it's made for everybody to experience. And that being said, like, when you go through and you listen to the lyrics, a lot of people think, like, for instance, Inema. It's a song about, like, him fucking hating people in L.A. That's what he wrote it for. But it's a, like, genius, and I love how Tool does this because it, like, at face value, it is seriously, like, fuck all these people. But what he's really saying is in all the chaos and all the fucked up shit that goes on in the world, you can survive and we can like come together and live in harmony if you just learn to swim. Learn to swim. And I'm like, I love this. Like there's so much meaning to every single song. They think it through so well. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's well, the best. <laughs> I was watching an interview with them the other day. I was it's actually Danny Carey. They were talking about how do you write a Tool song? And he was like, well, honestly, they come up with the guitar riff and then they come up with the bass line to complement it. And then they bring it to me, and I come up with something completely different that complements it, but it's going a different direction. So it's all these different lines going out. And then they take that to Maynard, and they go, give us lyrics. And he, he writes it. He was also on the Joe Rogan podcast. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I haven't sat down and listened to all of it, but I watched the part where he talks about writing a song. He's like, that's that's what it is. The, the song's almost done when it comes to me. And he's like, I have so many things written, so many songs actually, like, like poetry and things that I have written down that don't exactly work for Tool. They don't exactly work for Perfect Circle. They don't exactly work for Pussifer. So I have to like take pieces of what I want from that poem and maybe adapt it to the one that I'm writing for yeah. or <clears throat> just start from scratch and say, here's what I want to say. And it would go yeah. great with this particular melody. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really great because most bands, a lead singer goes, 
here's the lyrics, make music to it. Yeah. And that limits Here, the... Here's the hook, let's right. build off of it. It yeah. limits the depth to that song. It limits the the like the experience across the board because if you're going, okay, here's what I sang and here's how I sang it, this is the melody, you guys do something cool with that. It doesn't work yeah. as well. Well, it's just meant works. to sell records. It's right. not meant... he. I mean, obviously they want to sell their records, but more so than anything, he created the band Tool because he needed like a creative outlet. He was really angsty and upset and, you know, he'd just been laid off of this really good job that he had. He was like basically bumming around, like couldn't afford to get his own apartment in LA. And he was like, fuck this. Like I need an outlet. I need to be angry, which is why Undertow and Opiate are such like angry albums is because he needed that outlet. And then after that, he went and had his little like peyote experience up in the New Mexico <laughs> desert and then they wrote Lateralis and it's just kind of like it, it it's like the phases of his life and it's an outlet for him it's not just like this is how I make money because he's like worth worth 60 million dollars but it's because he doesn't just like he's not just the lead singer of Tool he's yeah, right. in Tool he has a perfect circle he has Pussifer he's got his wine business he's got like the stores restaurant and, yeah Everything you know, the, the barber shop, like he just does and what he wants. Doesn't he partially? I don't know if he partially owns it or not, but that um, Verde Valley Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, doesn't he have something to do with them? He does a lot of Jiu Jitsu there. He doesn't own it or anything like okay. that, but he also started the Four Eight Wine Works up there in yep. Jerome, so he owns all of that Four as well. Wine. And yep. then he started the like all the different. Um, uh, vineyards for the community college up there in the Verde Valley. Like he just he he calls himself a professional multitasker because that's literally what he does. He just yeah. like he's interested in everything and he wants to do everything. And I love that because I'm like that's, that's me. That's like, what I want to do. Like I want to do everything. I have so. such a hard time finding one path in life that I want to go on. It's like no, I want to do this yeah. and this and this and this and this. And it's like cool to see someone successful doing that because like like I uh, I had jury duty today and I can't really talk about the case. I don't think. <laughs> but I, cause I got, I got dismissed. So yeah. it's not like I'm on the jury, but like you have to go around the room and everyone has to talk about the job they have and how long they've been there. And like a majority of the people there were like, I'm an accountant. I own a construction company. I do this or I do that. And it's like, Oh, like you, you have this one career and you're focused on it. Like there was one chick, she did get chosen for the jury, but she was a corrections officer her husband worked in the corrections and she had worked in corrections in Yuma and she has like family who are police officers mm-hmm. and all this different stuff. And I'm like, you guys basically took this one path and yeah. like, we're all going here essentially. Yeah. And like, I can't, I, there's no way I could do that. Like, I don't know if I could ever be a corrections officer or police officer. Cause it's like, I want to do other shit yeah. and those jobs don't allow you. Like if you're a police officer, you can't really come on a podcast and talk about dicks and science and two of my favorite things. Yeah. 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 yeah, I mean we're we're screwed. Exactly. So yeah, you know. I no, I agree. Like I really like to see somebody as inspirational as him doing things that he wants to do. Like there's tons of things that I want to do that aren't necessarily like oh you're going to be a doctor or you're going to be a lawyer. Right. Like I want you know I want to do my beekeeping thing. I want to move out in the middle of fucking nowhere and start my meadery and like things like that that the the at face value everybody's like that's not what you can do. Get your college degree. Guess what? I have a college degree and I don't do shit with it. So yeah. That's my experience. I with say, most do people what you want to do with degrees. your life, yeah. <laughs> especially like these days, because we were all told you have to have a college degree. It's now not that, even worth that much anymore. Well, right now that everyone has a bachelor's degree, it's not worth anything. You don't need a bachelor's degree. No. You need a master's and above exactly. to be like exceptional at anything you do. Yeah. 
Which I think is bullshit. Which is still bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Total bullshit. Because there's people less qualified than all of us in our respective fields mm -hmm. that are getting paid more. Oh, yeah. Having more fun doing it. And then will ultimately go on to do something else. But it's because they were like buddy buddy with their professors and got all this kind of stuff. Like that was my thing in college. I did not talk to my professors. I was like, right. mm, I'm going to learn this by myself. Khan Academy. So when you go off to apply for your master's and they're like, you need three letters of reference, I'm like, who the fuck am I supposed to ask? Yeah, I know the mailman. <laughs> My uh, boss, that's it. <laughs> I was friends with the guy at Blockbuster, but they haven't been around yeah, for a while. Yeah, they closed a while ago. Uh, There's still one active Blockbuster, I forget where it's at. It's in Alaska. And Oregon. Is there? Well, there was, there was three. Okay. And two of them were in Alaska, and then there's one in Bend, Oregon. Uh, and I'm pretty sure Bend, Oregon is the last the one. the last one. Oh, yes, I have some show and tell. Okay. But okay. It's over there on the other side of the room. Can go I'll, get it. I'll grab it in a bit. Okay. So what I have here in front of me. Oh is this, shit. This is a blockbuster card. That is an ancient archive. And if you tilt it just right in the light, you can see my old address in here. But this was issued in on July thirteenth, two thousand and eight, uh, and. No longer exists, but I keep this as a token of good times. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember going to movies. Do you remember places. the smell? Future generations. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. This before Netflix and chill was yeah. around. It was yeah. like you went to blockbuster, blockbuster, and you got pizza and you like got candy. snacks. Yeah. yeah. And you'd you'd walk the perimeter because that's where all like the new releases new were, mm -hmm. and then you were just hoping that there was going to be a box behind the display box so that you could rent that movie because. Yep. Before streaming was a thing, like quantity, yeah. it had to be available. Yeah. So you gotta uh, get your ass down there. Also if you added save to the, the excitement. Yeah. But if you were a pro like me, you'd befriend <laughs> the people there. He's so breaking the system. You would call in, and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna save a copy of that for him." Hey, lady, <laughs> we'll tell you when we have Adam's family values. <laughs> yeah. So taking a girl to Blockbuster, definitely an exciting Friday night. Yeah. Because you don't know if you're going to get late or not. But then again, you don't even know what movie you're going to rent. So, exactly. like, the night's full of possibilities. Yeah. And uh, just don't get that anymore. I mean, I will say that we hit up Hollywood Video a lot more than Blockbuster. Just yeah, because it was, it was closer. closer. That's ghetto. But the same thing. And they also had a, what was it, a Game Crazy? Yeah, Game next Crazy. Next to it, so you could always rent a game. Well, no, you could rent games from Hollywood, but Game Crazy was, like, the knockoff GameStop. Yeah, with like, like that green logo. They had the green logo, and they had uh, chain link fences lining yeah. the windows for one for security, but also because it was like it's, it's crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah. It was extreme. extreme. <laughs> yeah, because games yeah. nuts. But yeah, th those were those were simpler times. Those for were the sure. days, man. Yep, take me back. Now I have like an endless possibility of movies, and I'm like, there's not a fucking thing to watch. watch any of them. Yep, I spend more time browsing. Me too. That I do watch them. Absolutely. Yeah. And then I'll start it, and I'm like, I don't like the narrator. Change yeah. it. Don't like it. I hate every fight. Blockbuster, like you were committed to that shit. You got those two movies, that's what you're watching, or yeah. you ain't watching anything. Yep. And you spent money on it, too, so. Uh -huh. I mean, even through high school, which was 10 years ago for me, but even then, like, Dad would go rent all the new releases, because they usually release new movies on Thursdays. Because I know they did new movie or new, like, they knew... Uh, music and video games usually on Tuesday and I'm pretty sure Hollywood Video would get new releases Thursday if I remember correctly but he'd go rent all those and then Friday night I'd go to his house because 
parents had split custody. So I'd go to his house Friday night. We'd have like dinner, workout, whatever we had to do. And then we'd sit down and we'd watch movies. And we'd watch, he'd rent like five of them. And we'd watch two or three. And then Saturday we'd watch a couple. And then you'd take them back Monday. And like that, that's nostalgia. That's growing up. That's spending time with my family and stuff. And now you have Netflix and it's just like, uh, you're watching that. I'm going to go to the other room and watch something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, sorry, if it's not Ted Bundy Files, I ain't watching it, so. <laughs> oh, Ted. Tell them they're wrong. <laughs> if you don't want to watch Ted Bundy Files, tell them you're wrong. Well, they are wrong. It's no friend of mine. I mean. Ted Bundy? People who say they don't want to watch the Bundy Files. Yeah. That sounds like a sexual orientation. I'm a Bundy File. I'm a. <laughs> That's true, yeah. They just really like Ted Bundy. I actually just listened to uh, an episode of Last Podcast on the Left where they were doing um, serial killers and the women who love them. Mm-hmm. Fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, the chick guys. that married him. Yeah, well, him, but like, uh, I was thinking, uh, what's it, Richard Romero? Right? Ramirez. Ramirez. Richard yeah. Ramirez, the Night Stalker. He was like this skinny, like, Hispanic dude, he didn't look, he was not a very good looking dude. He had fucked up teeth. He had fucked up teeth and he had halitosis. So they said, like, his breath smelled like a dead body. Horrible. Like, they said it was really bad. He got so much pussy after he got married. There were so many women that were just, like, throwing themselves at him. I just gotta kill some people. Yeah, you just gotta kill a bunch of people. And just pretend that you worship Satan. You don't even really have to do it. Just pretend. Yeah. All the ass I could be eating right now? Yeah, exactly. But uh, his whole, um, th- there's a psychological analysis of some of these women. And the, basically the, they believe it's this sort of like primal behavior where it's like, okay, these, these men, they're able to kill people. They don't have that thing in their brain that tells them not to kill people so they can protect me. And a lot of these women have been abused in the past by partners. Mm-hmm. So they believe because these guys would be married or have um, girlfriends or whatever and they'd never touch them, they'd go out kill someone else so they would be like okay by being with the most dangerous man in the world i'm safe from the most dangerous man in the world but also he'll protect me from other people because he can kill people and also they go after these people after they've already been put in jail because they there's no possibility of them ever getting out right they're in a box they're conveniently there you don't have to worry about them and they like it's really fucked up thing but this is totally i could totally see women doing this it's like he has nothing to think about all day because he doesn't have the freedom so he might as well be thinking about me all day and i'm like if that's not narcissism i don't know what is but and there was there's several women that uh tried to marry serial killers for fame and for money um there's one serial killers have money though well, they can make money off of it. Like the, the woman oh, who like married. Oh, like sell the stories and stuff. Yeah, the okay. woman who married Ted Bundy. She was she lost her job because she married him, and she survived solely off of going on talk shows and being Ted Bundy's yeah. wife. Yeah, I remember um, saying that. There was a woman who tried to marry Charles Manson because she was like, "What are you going to do with your body? Um, you know, if if no one claims your body because he has no living family or anything. Like no one claims your body, they just cremate you by default." You got to think about your remains in the afterlife. Now, Charles Manson's so fucking crazy. He's like, I'm not going to die. I'm going to live forever. I'm immortal. But, uh, so he oh, that didn't, didn't work out for yeah. him. <laughs> so he didn't marry her. Spoiler alert. He was wrong. <laughs> yeah. But is he dead? Yeah, he died a couple years back. Yeah. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. Yep. Pretty sure he's still alive. No, I'm 100% positive he died. He be positive. Charles <laughs> Manson. 
just for editing purposes later on, I'm right, and he can skip this entire conversation. Died in November 19, 2017. Shit. Told you. I was wrong. Okay, well, anyway, she she was like, oh, what are you going to do with your remains? Um, and he, he said, I'm going to, I'm not going to die, whatever. Um, but her plan was to take his body on the road as like a sideshow yeah. and make money off of people being like, Pay five bucks to see Charles Manson's body. I would have paid five dollars to see that. Five or twenty-five, whatever. But they were gonna do a national tour with his body to make money, and that's why she was gonna try and marry him. Hmm. And I mean, it's it's a novel idea. I married the wrong corpse. Yeah. Fuck. You did. You're not gonna make very much money. I mean, no offense to your wife, but she's not a famous serial killer. Actually, Charles Manson isn't really a famous serial killer either. He didn't kill anybody. Uh, he just I mean, got people to do it for him. Yeah, right. He had like mind control. He had a Jedi lot, mind control. He had a lot to do with the murders, but he didn't actually. There's no evidence that he actually killed anyone. He just there is evidence yeah. that he was at at some of the murder scenes. It was Tex. Yeah. If you watched Mindhunter, you'd know that. I didn't. I don't have Netflix anymore. God, I don't agree with you on this at I, all. I watched Stranger Things three. And then I was like, okay, there's nothing else on here for me. So I canceled it. When El Camino comes out, I'm going to get Netflix again. I'm going to watch that, and then I'm going to cancel it again. You should watch Mindhunter and then cancel it. That's, You'll love it. It's very pretentious of you. Why, why am I going to pay for something I'm never going to use? Are you just so cool that nothing interests you? <laughs> no, I mean, nothing. I have Amazon Prime, so most of the stuff that's on Netflix already is already it's on Amazon Prime. I've seen Amazon Prime selection and it sucks. It's, it's not great. I will great. tell you guys this, especially if you love Maynard. There's an hour and 30 minute documentary about him and his vineyard on Amazon Prime. Okay. Just as an FYI. All right. Well, Amazon Prime's where I watch all the Godzilla movies. Yeah, They're not streaming, that's good. but I get drunk and I rent Godzilla movies and watch them. So that's Netflix doesn't have that. So that's what I do. We have a long history of getting drunk and watching Godzilla movies. Godzilla movies are the best. All right, well, guys, it's like we're at an hour 27, so I think we should maybe wrap this one up. Yep. Yep. It's a good episode. It was real productive. Dinner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, thanks for joining us tonight, today, whenever you're listening to this. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Yeah, like us on Facebook. Leave comments. If you have corrections for us on something, if we said something stupid. Oh, yeah, the, the whole Star Wars section is oh, just yeah. riddled with just Give yeah. us your feedback on Star Wars. I can't wait until somebody freaks out about Absolutely. that Absolutely. In yeah. fact, I I look forward to it. If we're not corrected, I'm going to be very pissed off. Yeah. Star Wars nerds, break out those lightsabers. Um, let's hear it. So, uh, yeah, follow us, like us, listen, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. Marry a serial killer. All things are possible. Yep. Eat ass. Eat ass. Eat ass. Live fast, eat ass. I always say. And, uh, yeah, stay strange, stay dangerous. Get strange, stay dangerous. I don't have anything to add to that, so bye. Bye. Bye.